Week four of the college football season is almost here. Georgia takes the field yet again. Will they win? Will they cover? How many points will they score? What will the offense look like? All of these things will be addressed. Oh, yeah. And uh, week four locks are here. And uh, you're mm. picking some winners this week. We got you covered. Come on back. Locked on Bulldogs podcast. You-, you are locked on Bulldogs. Your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Daniel doesn't touch Ooh, the button. It's tough. It's tough recording a show every day, guys. Welcome back, Locked on Bulldogs. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. More on them in a moment. Thank mm. you, Jace Medical, for sponsoring today's show. Uh, we'll be talking about them very shortly and talking about all them locks. We're going to give you the prediction for what we have for UGA, what it looks like, the point spread, maybe the over-under, mm-hmm, maybe things mm-hmm, we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So that is one of our maybe leans. Maybe we give it out as a lock. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then we'll give out locks for the rest of college football. So let's begin there with yeah. UGA. This number, Daniel. Yep. Just a heads up. If you haven't seen it yet, huh? it's large. 42 points. Georgia is favored by 42 points on Saturday night way, in Athens. By the way, all of you people out there. You are people, he says. I, I did. I'm going to describe these people disparaging how bad georgia is they're down they don't have anything good they're wasted we're down bad we're down bad down bad just really quick Mm -hmm. vegas likes money yeah they like a lot of money it's the thing they love the most yep it's the only thing they love so it has to be the thing that they love the most the uab blazers and the fighting trent dilfers um they came back and covered last weekend they did. But uh, they did not look good in the process. They do not bring a very stout defense into Georgia. The line is 42 and the over-under is 54, Clint. Let me ask you first, do you like any of those sides? And then we'll get into actual score predictions and how we expect the game to go. Do you like, like any of the betting angles here? Um, I like one betting angle. Okay, talk to me. I like the under. He likes the under against a team that ain't got no defense whatsoever. We told you on Tuesday, no defense. They don't concern themselves. They're like if USC had little talent. Yeah, and little players, just very small men. And That's what it's like. Uh, They don't care about defense. But no, I'm going under because I think this UAB offense, I think the defense will rally around. I think we'll have a more pronounced running game, knowing that we have two stalwarts back there. We're not going to have the problem of figuring Milton out into the mix. I think he is sidelined with an injury this week. I don't see we're going to see a lot of him. I think we're going to do a healthy dose of Dejon Edwards as well as Dylan Bell in the running back as well as Cash, which is just fine by me. I mm-hmm. truly am. I think we're going to see the, ex- the the perimeter run game and perimeter screen game quite a bit. And even if we do get up and we are ahead by a lot, we already know Kirby's going to get experience back there on the offensive side. 
uh, come the third quarter, as we've seen the first two games, not last week, but the first two games. So I like the under on this because I don't think UAB is going to be able to score quite a bit. And their defense is very, very bad. Um, but I don't think we put up more than a 50 burger on them. Daniel. Yeah. I don't really like any of these sides, to be honest with you. When I, I say I like, I'm interested. I'm not, I'm not calling that. Not a lot. We're not, we're not calling for it. I do think, I do think that there is a scenario in which Kirby Smart and Mike Bobo realize this is the last opportunity to try to stretch the legs of the offense a little bit. And so if there was going to be, and I'm not saying there will be, but if there was going to be a time that you put stuff on film, that you stretch the field, that you tried to force the issue, making some more some more big play shots, downfield throws, Arian Smith, CJ Smith type throws. Yep. If there was going to be a game, this one would be it. And I, I don't think it would matter what the score is because Kirby is not going to concern himself with the scoreboard. He's not going to care how many points they're up by. He's going to try to do whatever is best for his team. And if he believes what is best for his team is to try to let this offense flex a little bit, both for the confidence of the offense and for the sake of giving future opponents some more stuff to look at, I think that you could see him do that. And so I do think there's a scenario where that happens. I don't see UAB scoring a ton of points. I do like an outcome that is somewhere in the neighborhood of 49 to 6. And so do I like the... The minus 42? No, because that's a little too close for comfort. Do I like the over under 54? No, because that's a little too close for comfort. But that's where I see this game being 49 to 6. So we are not giving out any locks on this. Here's some things that will give out. I, I think for UAB especially, if UAB is able to come up with any any semblance of a couple of stops, that's really we're going to change the betting to this. So if there's a couple of uh, – we saw this last week from Georgia. Yeah. In the week before, where if there's a couple behind the chains moments where Kendall Milton uh, doesn't find a hole and, and a screen gets tackled for a loss of two yards because perimeter blocking isn't there. That's one failed possession. You only get about seven of those, six of those, a half anymore. Uh, and so that's or, really, really going to down to it. Uh, or or three. Um, yeah, whatever the case may be. If you whatever. fumble in the red zone, if there's a holding call, if we attempt a field goal, all nope. of these are nope. things that could make us not score. Nope, nope, Daniel, Daniel. Keegan game is fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Jared Zirkle called you personally and said that he has the job <clears throat> because that's the only reason I'm going to believe that the kicking game is fine. If you don't have your bucket, that's on you. Go ahead. Amazon does the two-day thing. If you order right now, there's a chance it would be here before the game on Saturday night. Do you have a score prediction for the people club? Uh, the score prediction that I have is actually I'm a little little down. I think Georgia shows out efficiency wise on offense. I really think efficiency is going to be key on this. Uh, I have 38 to six, Daniel. Mm-hmm. 38 to six. All right, we've got some actual locks, including our locks of the week, coming up right after this. But first, I want you to know about Jace Medical. Jace Medical has life saving medication antibiotics they they want to get 
into your hands. Daniel, I do a questionnaire. You go online, you figure it out. We've done it. You should do it. Jace Medical, you put this in camper into your car, at your home, at your office. I thought you were calling is. the listener camper. Like you put this in camper. No, like you know, you no, put it in your no, camp, like you no. put it in the Buc- camper. This that isn't you Buckaroo. Own. No, okay, okay. <laughs> this isn't no, I a, get it. a champ. I get uh, it. You put this in your camper, you put this mm-hmm. in your office, you put this in your car. Life saving medical supplies right over there. And right now, you can save more than $360 by getting these life saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code, our code, locked on at checkout. On jacemedical.com. That's jace, J A S E medical.com. Promo code locked on. So you can get that $20 off. Um, that's more than $360 by getting these life saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. $20 off using promo code locked on. Jacemedical.com. Promo code locked on. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Clint. Fiery slate, big slate. You, your boys you have got, got some work to do. You got some. You got some games on your card, Daniel. You you. I'm peaked the interest. I'm, oh, my interest is peaked. I I had a bit of a bounce back week last week. You did. You did. And now um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Went 500 last week. Still on a winning week, but we got we got a little bit back into form. We did. And we now did. we're jumping back on. I got eight more locks this week. Clint. Start us off, brother. All right, lock of the week. Coming up, we both lost our lock of the week. We we agreed on a lock of the week last week, and we lost. It was in new rule. Yeah. You're not allowed to follow me into any more waters. That's you that's followed me. Doing. Just so we're perfectly honest. Well, it's hard to say. That's I'm gonna go literally recorded. I, I'm gonna go with this for my lock of the week. I've got I've got some I got some nasty games on this slate sure i got do. some games that i'm gonna hold my nose and just click the bet button and just watch but there's one game on the slate that i am very interested in and i'd like to get my locks of the week out early in the day on saturday get it going and so i got a noon i got a big noon nooner here that i'm gonna go with for the lock of the week i'm going to florida state clemson the okay. big daddy, the okay. heavy hitter of the okay. early slate. Are you? Are you? Do you, do you get what I'm saying yet? Clemson is a two and a half point underdog at home. I I said earlier this week this game reeks of Tennessee, Florida to me. Tennessee, a short road favorite, and everybody thinks, but. But Tennessee's way better than Florida. Tennessee, Florida State's way better than Clemson. I mean, Clemson, after all, lost to Duke earlier this year. And Florida State, if I remember correctly, beat the pants off of LSU. And so they did. why is Florida State only favored by two and a half points 
on the road. And then lo and behold, Tennessee goes into the swamp and uh, Josh Hoople gets it absolutely hoopled on him. Um, I'm not touching the line in this game. I don't want anything to do with it. It is terrifying to me. I can't bet on Clemson and I can't bet on Florida State, but I'll tell you what I can do. What can you do? The total in this game is 55 points, and that ain't enough points, Clint. Give me over 55. Cade Klubnick, Jordan Travis. The offenses are going to get going. This is going to be a bit of a back-and-forth affair. I think there will be some turnovers in this game that will contribute to points being scored. I think there will be some of the like the I think the Clemson offense is going to look better than people expect it to look. And I think the Florida State offense, when it gets humming, is one of the better offenses in college football with those wide receivers that they've got and uh, Jordan Travis at quarterback. So give me over 55 in Florida State Clemson. That's my lock of the week. I thought you were going to go the line on this, which is going to be bold and declarative, Daniel. We don't agree on this, which is good for the people, but my lock is also an over. I have another lock. Okay. It is also a noon game. Ooh. So we're coming out of the gates. We'll know early how the week is shaping up. I will know if I need to go back and we're, by the way, we're, we're getting the reserves. On this the is what the Pac-12 is for, to win back your money at the end of the night. Said no one who is good at betting. Um, look, Oklahoma, I'm, I'm, I'm going with what I know. Oh, I know Oklahoma wants style points and wants to bury people. Yeah. I know Luke Fickle no longer coaches at Cincinnati. These are all facts. I know Oklahoma is going to put up a lot of points. The Bearcats aren't the same defense they were. They got some cats there. They got some guys who are DBs. They got some bears. The they do. They do. Mm-hmm. Some might say some some cats that are bears. Mm-hmm. Um, the the number is fifty eight. Oklahoma's put up close to that in two games out of the three so far. Cincinnati's no they slouch. They could put up a couple points. I think. Gabriel at quarterback, I think Oklahoma, I think they want style points. I think they want all the fire, all they can get, and I'm going over this 58. I don't think it's enough points. I think Oklahoma puts up 40 easily in this game. I think Cincinnati does have enough firepower to put up 14 to 18. 18 is what I need for the over. Uh, So I think 40 is easy. After that's gravy, Oklahoma's going to ride. 58 points, not enough points in this game. Two overs for the locks of the week. Two noon games. I love it. You love to see it. I feel good about both of those. Um, let me let me stick with the noon slate here. Keep it going. Let me let me let me meander to the actual big noon nooner, the Big Ten game at at noon. What do we say on yesterday's show, Clint, about the University of Michigan? What what what? How do how are we feeling about the way that the University of Michigan has performed? thus far this season play good defense questionable at quarterback not on the same part there are other teams that have a lot of talent as well daniel that's right one of the things that michigan has not done is score a bunch of points this season like in almost, none almost of their games back. against zero against no competition whatsoever they haven't broken 35 this season i don't believe Rutgers comes to town, the state school of New Jersey, Clint. And Rutgers 
lo and behold, is three and zero. They've got a few wins that aren't aren't absolutely. T- it's not like they've played three Division two opponents in no, that schedule. And I've watched a couple of these Rutgers games, and I don't hate this Rutgers quarterback. I don't hate the Rutgers offense. Now I don't you know should. what they're going to be able to do defensively against Michigan. But I don't know that I trust Michigan's offense all that much. And I'm catching 24 points with Rutgers. A lot of points. I'm telling you right now, this game might be 28 to 7. And it never Rutgers never have a chance of winning this game. And I cover easily. Clint. 24 is too many daggum points in a game where Michigan might not score 24 points. They're favored by 24 points. That doesn't seem right to me. Give me Rutgers plus 24. Big noon nooner. Uh, the actual big noon nooner. Uh, don't have to watch it. Just have to bet on it. And no, you never would watch it. Brady Quinn, the knot on that tie is just, you don't want, you don't want any part of it. Cutting off oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota Golden Gophers are a sound team that are rowing the boat, Daniel. They do good at what they do well at. I know that sounds very simple, but but what they do well at is fundamental. This is analysis, people. <laughs> this is... They, they, look, play to your strengths. Don't mm-hmm. try to be somebody you're not. And the Golden Gophers do not try to be anybody they are not. Okay? Who they are is a team that loses to North Carolina and turns the ball over a lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're playing a team that has no interest in football, has legal interests elsewhere. Uh-oh. Um, conference games, Minnesota is competent at. Minnesota is talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at some people, Minnesota actually has a shot to finish near the top of the conference, not at the, the top. Big 10 West, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are only giving 12 points to Northwestern Wildcats. Northwestern doesn't have the players. They don't have the people. They don't have the coaches. They don't have anything. They don't have the spunk. They don't Minnesota have a football program. Minnesota has players. Minnesota has a coach. Minnesota has spunk. They have something to play for. They want to show out. They have played gritty so far. They, I know statistically and efficiency-wise in a couple of games, Minnesota hasn't been there, but I think there are a couple of bad luck bounces. Give me the Golden Gophers laying the 12. I see your no spunk, and I'll raise you Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Y'all, this is the worst game on the slate. Uh, not only that, Name a team, an, a, a Power 5 team, that you would make Oklahoma State the favorite over right now. I remind you, they got taken to the woodshed at home by South Alabama last weekend. Like, they didn't get beaten by South Alabama. They got throttled by South Alabama last weekend. Mike Gundy is playing three quarterbacks, one of whom is his son, Oh no! Because he wants to. Mike Gundy is trying to make you forget about about Kurt Ferentz's nepotism by bringing a more egregious nepotism to the table. It's a real time down there in Stillwater. Iowa State's not good. Matt Campbell's getting into fistfights with fans who are telling him he's on the hot seat in the middle of a game, Clint. It's not good at Iowa State, but Oklahoma State is down, and they are down bad. And so while I would not lay points with Iowa State in many situations, 
I'm going to lay them here. It's three and a half points. Iowa State over Oklahoma State. I'm going to lay the three and a half. It's in Ames, so it's a home game for Iowa State. Oklahoma State comes to town. I don't think this Oklahoma State has anything to play for. I don't like. I think the season is going to go absolutely sideways. I do not believe that they will win another game this season in Stillwater. So, give me Iowa State minus three and a half. We're going to come back after this. Give more locks out, but first these. Very easy. It's FanDuel are these. FanDuel.com slash locked on is where you need to go to go ahead and get those bonus bet accounts. You put $5 onto a bet. They give you bonus bets, hundreds of dollars in bonus bets straight to you for first-time users. FanDuel.com slash locked on. All these lines we are giving you are from FanDuel. Daniel, we love yeah, FanDuel. That's the, the site official. that we use to bet on. That's the site we, you should use to bet on. Get over there. Tell them because that we sent you. they give you the free money. But, but Clint, I don't you know. What if my bets don't cash? What if I don't? What if I what if I'm not sure which school to pick? It's free money. So you bet with it. If you win, you get money. If you lose, you don't lose money. Do you see how fun this is? See what's going on here? It's a lot more fun than regular betting. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On Bulldogs podcast. FanDuel.com slash locked on is the, where you go to get the promo code. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Uh, I'll lead out here. Daniel just gave you uh, Oklahoma State not having any ability to do anything worthwhile. Uh, they live in Oklahoma. So, nary um, a prayer. It's bad. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a team. The, the tenacity to be bad continues, Daniel. They're just, there's a deep Sometimes dive. You got to fight see. for it. You got to fight to be the worst. Mm-hmm. Arizona Wildcats have some have some ball players. They really, really do. I'm not, I'm not making that up. The PAC 12 is talent rich. They got, they're some not ball Arizona players. state. They're not Arizona state. They got some ball players. Now, mm-hmm. Arizona with the ball players has covered spread two or three times. Mississippi state, not a good team. Uh, Arizona 24, 31 in that game. But Daniel, I'm about to tell you who they're playing and the point spread that they're playing. And just to give you some understanding of how bad this is, your boy played against a team that Stanford just lost to. Stanford just lost to a team, paid them hundreds and thousands of dollars, millions of dollars to come beat them. Sacramento State. It's it, tough. It is not good. No. I know because your boy's not good, and I got to play against them, and they just went up and whooped Stanford. Can we just – so, you're. by the way, you're laying them with Arizona. I am laying the points with Arizona. It's 12 and a half, 12 and a half points. Arizona competent and talent rich. They have, I think the coach, I think they got a good coach. Uh, I think they're going the right direction. Um, I I really, really do. Um, But Daniel, they, they are only giving 12 and a half to Stanford. Real quick. I got five more locks, but just real quick. Can we just process this and do this real quick? If we had only known what we know now, Let's just put some pieces together. By the way, this segment brought to you by the um, moment of silence for our Vandy season win total over three and a half. All right. Vandy got got challenged by Hawaii in the first game of the season. They did. In the second game of the season, Stanford went to the island and absolutely decimated Hawaii. They and did. you thought... Maybe Stanford is a real team. 
Hawaii was competitive against a Vanderbilt team that I think is going to be pretty good. Maybe Stanford is a real team. Then the next week, USC beat Stanford 100-0. to zero, And you thought, well, that's USC. And then the next week, Sacramento State came to Palo Alto and won. Meanwhile, Vandy went to Las Vegas. And what happened? And took it on the chin to UNLV. Vanderbilt's not good at all. Sorry, Coach Lee. I gave you credit, and I shouldn't have. Joke's on us. We lost money. Um, uh, I'm going to go to uh, my favorite game of the week. Don't have time to t- talk about why it's my favorite game of the week, but if you are following anything that's happening in the offseason, then you will already know why it's my favorite game of the week. Oregon State is playing Washington State. These are my favorite two teams, not named Georgia, in college football. I love these teams. I hope that both of them win every game for the rest of the season, except obviously this one. Only one of them can win. I hope both of them play for the Pac-12 championship at the end of the year uh, because I desperately want one of these two teams to win the Pac-12 this season. Oregon State is on the road, and they're a three-point favorite against Washington State. I think these teams, I would put it at a pick in a neutral site. So if you're telling me that in Pullman, I'm going to get three points with Washington State when I think these teams are evenly matched, and I'm going to get the home team, and I'm going to get points. Clint, give me the Cougars all day long. Washington State, lock it up. Double it up. That's one of Double my locks as up. well. The Cougs in Pullman, it's special up there, y'all. I, I can't describe the Pacific Northwest, what happens out there, but the Cougs are going to just – Oregon State is a good team. They are. Uh, DJ, DJ, you struggled a little bit last week, though. He did. He did. You started coming out. Okay. I'm also going to say in the Pac-12, and this is just a no-brainer to me, uh, there's a good team. There's talent acquisition, and there's a team that should be in the top five who is only, and I say only, giving three scores to Cal. I saw it. Washington is winning this game by 35. I'm giving 21. Washington I don't is care. a steamroller. This is going, they are going to steamroll Cal. It's at home. Huskies are at home. Cal's coming up. 21 points to Cal. Cal's on the same stratosphere as the, the Huskies. I saw this and I almost agreed with you. I almost made the same bet. I made a bet that is complimentary, but not the same. I am a little nervous about Cal's offense. And so I'm taking Washington yeah. team total over 40 and a half. That's Washington great great. is going to roll out of bed and score 40 points in this game. Michael Penix Jr. scores 40 points. Every single day of his life. I got another team total and I don't want to talk about it, Clint. I would prefer it if you would give me some space on this. I don't need you to ask me any questions. Okay. Safe space. Let me say what I'm betting and then I'm going to move on. I'm going to take the Iowa team total over 12 and a half in the Iowa Penn State game. I would appreciate some space on this. Okay. (laughs) It's... It's 12 and a half points. He's, he's, guys, see something, say something. Daniel is addicted right now. Don't say anything to me, is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm moving on. I got two more. I got two more more because I I jumped in. There was a couple that I was, I I threw on the fire, a couple logs on the fire. Uh, I got two more, and um, I don't know how, where are you going? Give me your. Um, I'm going to Pat Narduzzi and the Pitt Panthers. Pat Narduzzi literally hates offense. He literally despises scoring points or anyone else I just scoring points. Throwing the ball. Um, North Carolina this year, weirdly, under Drake May, 
has become a bit of a defense first. Drake May has been a little bit up and down this year. He's struggled at times. He's turned the ball over at times. Under 50 is available to you in this game. Now, I liked North North Carolina minus 7.5 on the road at Pittsburgh because I think Pittsburgh is a genuinely bad team. But I do get worried that Pitt defense is going to get real feisty and this is going to be like a 13-10 game. I would not cover in that situation. But 13-10 is a heck of a lot less than 50 points, Clint. North Carolina is not scoring more than 35, and I promise you Pitt is not scoring more than 14. And so give me North Carolina Pitt under 50. You asked for some space on the Iowa pick, Daniel. Yes. I'm going to ask for uh, respect and to honor my wishes here. Mm. Respect his decision. Ole Miss is getting seven points against Here we go. Alabama. Here we go. Give me the points. It's about time we got to this this old matchup. Give me the points and lane train. I'm not, look, Alabama, good defense, worst offense. Ole Miss, not great at defense, but old the Alabama offensive line will neutralize anybody who has a bad defense to make a good defense. Um, I'm getting seven points. I know it's an away game for Ole Miss. Lane really Yeah, wants nobody to goes into Tuscaloosa and wins, Clint. Oh no. Give me Ole Miss. Give him, give him the points. Maybe sprinkle. Maybe just sprinkle. Maybe just sprinkle a little bit of that on the money line. Uh, this is my last one. This game doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it, and quite frankly, I think it's disrespectful to Harrison Mevis, the thicker kicker. Memphis is coming into Missouri, and Missouri's only laying five and a half. Five. What is going on? I don't know. But that quarterback played great last week, and they have the best wide receiver in the SEC, and it's not close at all. So why in the world would I assume that Missouri, who plays solid defense always, is going is not going to win this game by a touchdown, Clint? Vegas is putting in the uh, letdown game on this one, Daniel. That's yeah, what they're this, doing. This, this ain't no letdown game. Um, Harrison dump, Davis could literally kick them to the to a cover here. Double it up. Uh, Missouri is rolling. Double it up. This one was the first one that I circled of interest because of what they, they showed out last week. I really think they they played so well in that game. Kansas they State's did. a good team. They um, did. They are. So, Circle it up. Uh, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you all tomorrow. See ya.